Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs get started. The Wild will take on the Dallas Stars, and he covers the Wild all season long. Dane Mizutani from the Pioneer Press, good enough to join us. Uh, Dane, how you doing these days? Uh, we're staying busy, Steve, staying busy. Yeah, for sure, and they, they get going. It'll be the Wild and the Stars in the opening round. Uh, one of the complaints, the late games, not much you can do. Uh, TV, the league, they dictate that. Yeah, it's kind of tough. Uh, games one through three are going to be an eight thirty puck drop. That's listed. It'll probably end up being more like eight fifty. Yeah. So uh, pour your coffee, um, get ready, um, and yeah, one one through three, it's kind of tough. But like you said, can't do anything about it. And I think if the alternative is staying home and missing the playoffs, uh, I think Wild fans will take you know a few late nights early on. Yeah, and it, quite a year for the Wild, and we, we've talked from time to time, and we certainly do appreciate your time. I know you join Henry Lake here on News Talk, K3OWCCO, and it was a year where it was like they came out of the gate, they were terrible, uh, there were a lot of Wild fans in full-fledged panic mode, and they give up 20 goals in the first three games. It was just ridiculous how bad they looked early, but they righted the ship, and I, I, I think the, the guy who maybe started the turnaround for the club uh, was, was the goaltender that was going to be the backup to Mark andre Fleury. Philip Gustafson, uh, in in my opinion, is a big reason where the Wild are at today. Uh, the number three seed in the division taking on the Dallas Stars. Yeah, no doubt about it. And um, actually wrote about this for Sunday's paper, so it'll be out in print tomorrow. I think it's up online already. Um, but yeah, this is a guy who. who he was brought in, Bill Guerin said to be a project player. Uh, owner Craig Leifold said to be the, the backup to, to Marc-Andre Fleury, um, kind of an unquestioned backup. Um, so when the Wild made that trade this past offseason, um, the sole purpose of, of that trade was to get Cam Talbot out of town. Um, he made it pretty clear when the Wild re-signed Marc-Andre Fleury that, that he had no interest in splitting the net 50-50. Um, Cam Talbot was kind of still miffed by the decision to start Flurry in game one and kind of ride him um, last playoffs. Um, so when the Wild traded for Philip Gustafson, it was, let's get Cam Talbot out of town. Let's get someone uh, who can be the backup. Um, and he's been anything but this season. Um, he's got numbers that are, are near the top of the list. Um, whatever metric you want to look at as far as how you measure a goaltender, um, Philip Gustafson is right there. So, um, what he's done with this team so far this this year is is pretty impressive, and when you look at kind of uh, you know the decision that has to be made still, 
Um, they certainly haven't announced who, who's going to be their starting goaltender, um, but at this point I'd be pretty surprised if it wasn't Philip Gustafson. And that's saying something because Marc-Andre Fleury has won three Stanley Cups. Um, he's been there, done that. Um, but Gustafson has earned that role um, this year, um, and, and I think that's who's going to get the nod for game one. At the Wild in a good spot, and if he stays hot and continues to play well, you, you would assume they'd ride the hot hand. But if it doesn't go maybe his way or he struggles a bit in game one, you can always go back to the Hall of Famer and Marc-Andre Fleury. So it, it would be a good spot for the club to be in. Exactly. And I, I think that's another reason um, you start Gustafson. Um, not only has he earned it, um, he certainly has yeah. this year. He's, he's been great. Um, but if you want an injection of life in the middle of a series when you really need it, what better player than Marc-Andre Fleury? So the Wild are in a good spot. I think if they want to go on a long playoff run, um, you know, they're going to need both guys. Um, some teams have you know, the, the, the guy they ride for, for the duration of the playoffs. Uh, you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, when they win Stanley Cups, and they've won two of them in the past three years, um, they ride Andre Vasilevsky the entire time. Um, the Wild, if, if they're going to go on a long run, it's going to take both of these guys. Um, and, and luckily for them, they have two really good goaltenders. Injuries have been a concern. They, they get Kirill Kaprizov back. That's huge before the end of the regular season. He's able to get his skates under him and get some game action. So he is ready to go. But uh, there's still a concern about another key guy in Jewel Eriksson Act. Yeah, Jewel Eriksson Act, um, it was April 6th. Um, he decided to because he is a fearless player and this is how he plays the game, um, decided to stand right in front of a Evgeny Malkin slap shot, took it right off the leg, um, you know, right above the skate where there's no protection, um, and suffered a lower body injury. Team listed him as week to week the following day. And come to practice today, we learned that Betul Erickson next is skating on his own already. So nine days removed from taking a puck into the leg, um, <laughs> something that probably knocks me and you out, Steve, for a year. Um, this guy's out there. He's skating, um, and he's not going to play in game one. Uh, he's not going to play in game two. I, I, I'd be pretty surprised. Um, but the fact that he's already out on his skates, um, I think that bodes well for him being available at some point in the first round. Um, while they're certainly going to obviously be careful with him, be cautious with him, um, but the fact that he's already back out skating um, I think is – um, a little bit quicker of a timeline than really anyone expected when, when he went down. So, wild take on the Stars in this opening round. There's some people critical of this, feeling that maybe the NHL should go the way of the NBA and, and seed the conferences one through eight and, and have that situation. Because simple fact of the matter is, the Wild are familiar with the Stars. Uh, the familiarity breeds contempt, all of those sorts of things we've heard over the years. Um, so so there really are no secrets going into this. It's not like a club they, they haven't seen a ton. I mean, they, they know all about the Dallas Stars going into it, and they split the season series. Yeah, for sure. Two, two and two, like you said. Um, each team has two wins. Each team has two losses. Um I, I do think that the NHL should probably go back to the traditional one through eight. Um, I think by the way it looks this year, though, like the wild might've just hooked Colorado if that happened. So it's yeah. it's not like it, it made a huge difference this year, but I, I, I do agree. It's tough that every year 
regardless of where you finish, if you don't win the Central Division, you have to play someone in the Central Division uh, in that 2-3 matchup. Uh, I don't think it's great for the league. I know what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to build rivalries. But I think those rivalries just kind of happen organically, and if you try and force them, um, you know, you get people upset. But uh, the series as a whole, when you look at the Wild versus the Stars, um, I think it's going to be a good one because these teams are so familiar with each other. Um, and two, just you know, high octane offenses. You know, two teams led by superstars: the Wild and, and Kirill Kaprizov, and you know, the, the Dallas Stars and Jason Robertson. Um, there's a lot to like in this series, um, so I, you know, I won't complain about the the way the NHL seeds playoff matchups. Um, but I think at some point we got to get back to the one three. And you've got the Colorado Avalanche. They'll get their playoffs started on Tuesday against Seattle. And it's extraordinary to me. And the fact that once upon a time, whenever there was expansion, whatever the sport, those teams were terrible for years. You had the Vegas Golden Knights come out of the gate in year one, and they were ultra competitive. Um and, and Seattle, not bad. It, it, this is still a young franchise, and, and here they are. They get a tough draw in Colorado. But it is extraordinary how they've set it up in hockey. These new clubs come into the league, and they're instantly competitive. Yeah, the the, the Golden Knights is kind of the gold standard, right? Yep. You make the Stanley Cup in your in your first year of existence. Um, the, the Kraken took a little bit different of an approach uh, with, with general manager Ron Francis. Looked like they were kind of building for the future. I don't think anyone saw this type of rise coming. Um, frankly, I think some people in Seattle and, and, and people that follow that team closely thought they'd be more involved in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes this year, um, tanking for the number one pick. Um, but they've had a ton of guys step up. Uh, Matty Beneers, he, you know, he's a number one center, legitimate number one center out of Michigan. Um, he's going to win the call there for rookie of the year. Um, Jared McCann's having a great year. But But you're right when you look at uh, how they've kind of designed the league now. Um, when a team comes in, when they pay that expansion fee, and Seattle's expansion fee was $500 million split between th- 31 teams or the 30 other teams, um, there's a benefit. And, and, and the team that pays that big fee gets a benefit. And, and the benefit is um, if you want to be, if you, if you pick the right players in the expansion draft, uh, you get to be competitive right away. And, yep. and the Wild and then the Blue Jackets back in in, in 2000 didn't get that uh, you know that opportunity. It took some took some time. Obviously, we, we saw with the Wild they're running 0203 all the way to the Western Conference Finals. But by and large, um, the Wild and, and the Blue Jackets have kind of kind of been playing catch up. Um, but that's just kind of the way the league goes. I think it's good for the league. I think expansion is good for the league. I know the owners like it because uh, that money gets dispersed uh, you know amongst every team. Um, but yeah, watching what Seattle has done this year, um, I, I think is really impressive. Um, it's unfortunate they got to go up against the Cup champions in round one. One of the other storylines worth watching, and this will come in one of the early games on Monday, the Boston Bruins had an unbelievable regular season, and now can they uh, get out of the first round? Because the Florida Panthers are no slouch. Uh, this is a, a pretty tough draw for Boston. I know they had that great year, but I, I remember not that long ago, Tampa Bay had a regular season for the ages and got bounced in the first round. So I, I'm sure the, the, the Bruins are going to have their hands full uh, with, with Florida in this opening round series. Yeah, they'll have their hands full for sure. Um, 
Florida's a great team. That trade for Matthew Kachuk couldn't have worked out better for them. Um, he's kind of brought that that swagger down to Florida, and you know I think that market maybe suits him a little bit better than Calgary did. Um, but Boston's been so good this year, um, and and so good is putting it lightly. Um, they've only lost twelve times, or in, I guess in regulation, they only lost twelve times in regulation in the regular season. Um, I just don't know how a team's going to beat them four times in the playoffs. Uh, losing twelve times in regulation over the course of five six months. Um, and now we're expecting a team to beat them four times in regulation uh, over the course of a week, a week and a half. Um, it's going to be really hard to beat the Bruins this year. Um, I, I'm not sure it's Bruins or the field. Uh, I think the, the NHL playoffs kind of produces enough parity where the, the quote-unquote best team doesn't always win. Um, but the way that they're playing, if they continue to play with that defensive style and obviously getting offensive production from, from guys like David Pasternak and, and, and Brad Marchand and, you know, Charlie McAvoy on the blue line. Um, and then you have those two goalies and, and Linus Olmark and, and Jeremy Swayman. Um, I don't know how you beat that team. Um, and, 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 and people in the East are going to have a hard time and then their hands full trying to figure that out. Yeah, but a fair amount of pressure goes with that. You, you talk about that uh, losing 12 games in regulation during a regular season based on how good the goaltenders are to get to the NHL, you, you think 12, 15 times you just run into a hotter goalie that night. I mean, that's what's crazy about it. Yeah, the consistency and just their ability to do it every single night. Um, you would just assume, yeah, you're right, that you would just run into someone or you just wouldn't have it that night. That's yeah. why what they've done is so impressive. Um, I don't think we'll see another season like this for a really long time. Yeah, so that that that's certainly one that uh, stands out. Real quick, back to the Wild and Stars. Once again, they open in Dallas. First two in Dallas. They'll go Monday and Wednesday, then St. Paul. No one cares with, about the late start on a Friday night. I, I know it makes it difficult on deadline for you. And then a week from Sunday, game four of the series in St. Paul. That's a reasonable start time. Anybody can deal with 530 on a Sunday evening. That's great. Yeah, I think people are going to have some fun with that. I think, uh, well, I think Friday night, if you're looking at it from a wild perspective, Friday night at 8.30, not bad. Um, people are going to get uh, oh, pretty sure. tuned up on on West 7th, and I'm sure the, the arena will be louder than an average random weekday in the middle of the week of the regular season. And then Sunday, uh, you can just enjoy the day, go out there at 5.30, watch the puck drop. So, uh, it would be worse in a lot of ways. Um, you'd rather have home ice advantage, but Dallas getting home ice advantage with two 8.30 starts on a Monday and a Wednesday, um, maybe you'd prefer the Friday-Sunday kind of slot like the Wild have right now at least to open the series. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a good reward for the fans. And, you know, the, the final thought, Dane, you know, for, for this organization, big picture, a lot of these guys haven't been around. Bill Guerin. Uh, has, hasn't been on the job all that long, Dean Evison, uh, the, the players. But, you know, the wild playoff history, getting out of the first round is a big deal for the club, for the franchise, and for the fans. And that, that, that's the storyline as well going into this series. For sure. Yeah, I think everyone on the team, I mean, you don't play the game, you don't put on the jersey if you don't want to win the Stanley Cup. Um, but everyone in that locker room understands – uh, getting out of the first round would be a huge win. Um, haven't done that since fourteen fifteen. Um, and, and you make the playoffs. It, it's actually impressive that the Wild haven't got out of the first round. I've covered the team 
for six and a half. This is my seventh year, yep. and they made the playoffs six times, and, and they haven't made the they got out of the first round once. So they're consistent. They always get there, um, but they can't seem to get it done when, when the playoffs roll around. Um, and I know this group um, really, really wants to change that. Um, that was kind of the tenor we got today at practice. Um, they're not looking too far ahead, but they, they definitely want um, to kind of exercise, exercise those demons from the past and um, you know, push forward into the second round. Uh, he is Dane Mizutani joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. You can read his work in the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. And, of course, that story that's posted about uh, goaltender Philip Gustafson. Dane, great to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Steve. Anytime. All right, there he is, Dane Mizutani joining us here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.